0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قال إمام الناوي رحمه الله عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله تعالى قال من عاد من فقد آذنته بالحرب وما تقرب اليي عبدي بشيئ احبب الي مما افترضته عليه ولا يزال عبدي يتقرب الي بالنوافل حتى احبه فاذا احببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يبطش به بها ورجله التي يمشي بها ولا ان سالني لاعطينه ولا ان ولا ان ولا ان استعاذني لا لاعيذنه رواه البخاري
1: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa wa This is another hadith Qudsi and we mentioned earlier that hadith Qudsi is a hadith from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa reports of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This hadith speaks specifically oh, okay. about the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or Allah's favorite people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, according to the hadith, من وليا فقد آذنته بالحرب Whoever is going to create enmity with my special people who are the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فقد آذنته بالحرب I've declared war on that person. Whoever is going to have an enmity or try to fight my special people then I've declared war on such a person. The first question that we need to pose and respond to is who are Allah's special people? Who are the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because anyone can claim to be a wali of Allah. The Jews claim that they are Allah's special people and His chosen people. The Christians also claim that they are Allah's sons and daughters and His special people. وَقَالَتِ الْيَهُودُ And the Jews and the Christians said نَحْنُ أَوْلِيَاءُ اللَّهِ We are Allah's special people and His beloved people. This is just a claim. When a person claims, it does not mean he really becomes a special person of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this hadith has described the characteristics of his special people. No one is simply born and declared a wali. I've seen it nowadays where someone is born and people declare him to be a special person, a person favored by Allah, and people gather around him and ask for his blessings and ask for healing from him because they believe that he is a special person and a friend of Allah. This is just a claim. The hadith makes it clear who is a special person to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Firstly, we should not forget that all the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are Allah's special people. There is no doubt about that. That is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose them. Allah chose them because they are special. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them special powers. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed them special favors. And we should also remember that the messenger of Allah wasallam said, Inna al-ulama Warathatul Anbiya, the scholars are the inheritors of the messengers and the prophets. The favors which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed the messengers and the prophets are the favors which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala confers upon the ulama. It's not just a question of being an alim, it's also a question of following what will be stipulated in this hadith as the special qualities of a wali, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person may be an alim, but if these qualities are not found in him, then we cannot consider him a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until he attains these qualities. So among the qualities, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the hadith, or what does he say? A slave will never get closer to me, will never get closer to me except through the things which I've made compulsory on him. A slave will get closer to me. To get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is becoming a special person to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Through the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made compulsory on him. The first step towards becoming a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is obedience. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made certain things compulsory. Salah five times a day is compulsory. Giving zakat is compulsory. Fasting the month of Ramadan is compulsory. Birrulideen, being good to the parents, is compulsory. Surat rahim to join the family ties, is compulsory. A person will never become a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until he gets closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made compulsory. One cannot be a wali by ignoring the things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made compulsory. I want you to look at our situation today and the people we consider to be the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We gather around them and ask them to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that certain things should be uh, granted to us. These people, the majority of them are people who do not even observe the uh, wajibat which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed. A wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so-called wali of Allah and people assemble around him and people ask him for dua and people ask him for all sorts of things and yet he skips <coughs> salah. He does not pray five times a day. Allah says in the hadith A person will never can get closer to me except through the things which I have made compulsory on him. We have awliya who will sit in the masjid and people who pray salah with the Jama'ah, and he is seated in the masjid, in a special room in the masjid, where he does not join the Jama'ah. Why? Because this is one of the qualities of being a Wali, of being a special person of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, that wajib has been lifted off his shoulders. Those are liars, because the Messenger of Allah through what he narrates of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a wali is a person who follows the wajib. A wali must pray five times a day. A wali must perform hajj. There is in one of their books where they say a wali has a status which is too high for him to go to Makkah and go around the Kaaba. A wali cannot go to Makkah and make tawaf. I'm saying this because it's just part of knowledge, things that you need to know. Otherwise, this is, this is disgusting. It's something we're not even supposed to, to discuss because this is rubbish. There is no such religion where the people who are dear to Allah are allowed to do whatever they want. They say a wali should not go to Makkah to make tawaf at the Kaaba. Rather, the Kaaba should go to the wali and make tawaf around the wali. Does that make sense to you? A friend of Allah, a wali who is so close to Allah, should not go to Makkah to make tawaf at the Kaaba. The Kaaba should go to him and make tawaf around the wali. That is nonsense. In one of their books, which is a book of fiqh, a mas'ala of fiqh, and it says mas'ala mas'ala number 1 if the kaaba has gone to the wali to make tawaf where should the people face we we're not debating we're not debating the question of of the kaaba going to the wali in short there's no doubt that the kaaba has to go to the wali to make tawaf our mas'ala is where should we face when the kaaba has gone to the wali to make tawaf and he says, al ulama. The scholars differed concerning this masala uh, in two opinions. The first opinion after the other, so this. This becomes a mas'ala of fiqh. When the Kaaba has gone to the awliya to make tawaf, where are the people supposed to face? And he says in his book, the scholars differed, and there are two opinions. The first opinion is that they should remain facing the place where the Kaaba was before it went to, to India or went to. Azribijan or some other place, to make tawaf around the awliya. That is the first opinion. The second opinion is that the ulama should make a research to find out where the Kaaba has gone, to which wali in particular. So if we discover that the Kaaba has gone to Africa, to a wali in Africa, then on that particular day, all of us are supposed to face Africa for our salah. These are the type of awliya that Allah is talking about. Allah is talking about awliya who obey him. Awliya who pray five times a day. Awliya who follow the commands of Islam. This is my humble advice to you. Do not ask dua from a person who doesn't pray five times a day. You're wasting your time. He's not a friend of Allah. You are better than him. Your dua is much better than his. How is it that a man who prays five times a day would go to someone who doesn't pray five times a day to ask for du'a? Where are our minds? Where is, where is our brain? Where is our thinking? Someone who sleeps when people are praying, and then later in the day you go to him and ask him for du'a. Brother, you are better than him. You're much better than him. You are a wali of Allah, not him. Being a special person of Allah, It's not about where you are born or what family you're born into or what race you are. That's not what makes you a special person. What makes you special to Allah is your obedience of Allah. And even the karamat. By karamat I mean so-called miracles. There are certain people who claim to be Allah's special people who perform some miracles and they call them karamat. I want to tell you today your karama if you pray five times a day and you obey Allah, your miracle is greater than their miracles. It is a miracle to obey Allah totally and to pray five times a day and to follow all the commands. That's a great miracle. It's not like their miracles. You want evidence from the Quran that your karama is greater than their karamat. Inna akramakum indallahi atqakum. Inna akramakum indallahi atqakum. The most respected of you to Allah is the person who fears Allah, not because of their birth, not because of their family, not because of the country, not because of the nationality. That is nothing. Taqwa, the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So beware, do not pick up a fight with a person who fears Allah, a person who prays five times a day, a person who obeys the commands of Allah. Man aada li waliyya, whoever is going to fight such a person, Allah says I've declared war on him, not because of his family, not because of the nature of his birth, not because of uh, 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 stories about someone coming out of the mother's womb and reading Quran, not, not because of that. It's because of the taqwa of Allah and it's a sad state of affairs, very sad. You know, at first I, I thought the Christians were totally misguided in what they did. You know, a lot of them buy air tickets to to fly all the way to Nigeria to go and see someone they consider to be a special man of God. They go to him, ask him to pray for them. But then I realized the joke was on us. The joke is also on us because Muslims also fly distances to go to a man they consider to be a man of Allah in order to go and get thawab from the man, in order to go and get barakah from this man. I want to ask you, how are you different from them? How how are we different from them? They go to Nigeria to see their prophet, and we also fly to, to, to other countries to go and see our awliya. Are we supposed to laugh at them? It means we are equally lost. So these awliya are the friends of Allah, If you pray five times a day and you fear Allah and you stay away from haram, you are a friend of Allah. You are a special person to Allah. You know, there are certain people who uh, see an an Imam or uh, uh, someone considered to be be knowledgeable and they bring to him uh, water to recite for them Ruqya so that they can go and drink at home and so on. Alhamdulillah ruqya is good but uh, personally I, I can't help feeling some of these Imams are more corrupt than the person who is coming to them asking for ruqyah. This Imam is more corrupt than the person who is asking for, for a blessing. Is it possible that this, this man could be a Zani? Is there a possibility? There is a possibility. For you, you know yourself better. Your dua is more effective. When you pray for yourself you are sincere. You care, don't you? When you pray for something, you care about it, don't you? When someone else prays about something for you, does he care? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. It's your problem. It's not his problem. Go, go and pay. You pay $1,000, $2,000 for dua. He goes home, he sleeps. Wallahi billahi, he doesn't even remember you. He doesn't even make the du'a. Who who are you? He has his own problems. That's why I tell you, the only person who can pray for you sincerely is your mother and your father. Those care about you. They care about your success. Instead of wasting your money on, on some some person who doesn't care, some person who probably doesn't even obey Allah, Akhil Karim, give it to your mother. Give, give that money to your mother. She will make sincere du'a for you not fake dua. So who is a wali? Who is a wali? The one who lives in a shrine. Not so. Where people can't see him, they only come, they pay and enter there. is that a wali? No. That's not a wali. But how many such awliya do we do we receive? There are many. When we say uh Sheikh, we're now going to the master he says okay you will find me. He said, no. Say why? He no, he's, he's a special man. He's a special man of God. He doesn't have to go to the to, to, to the mosque to, to, to pray. Because he's a wali of Allah. The true awliya are amongst you, probably. Because sitting in this majlis and caring about Allah, about the messenger, so Allah, wassalam, learning Quran and so on, that's love of deen, isn't it? If you love Allah, you love this deen, Allah loves you back. If you love Allah, follow me. Allah is going to love you. The only way Allah is going to love you and make you his awliya is when you follow him. When you follow the messenger sallallahu The true friends of Allah have nothing to fear and they have nothing to worry about. Who are they? الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَكَانُوا يَتَّقُونَ The awliya are those who believe and they fear Allah. Allah didn't say, الَّذِينَ uh, وَكَذَا uh, Allah didn't say those who were born in such and such. Is that what Allah said? اَوْلِيَا Allah, The friends of Allah, لا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ There is no fear on them. وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ And they have nothing to worry about. And Allah answers the question, Who are the awliya of Allah? Who are the friends of Allah? الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا those who believed wakaanu yattaqun and they feared allah those are the awliya it's the quality not the family are we together so man aadali waliyan faqad aazantuhu bil then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the fara'id then after that he says wamaazala 'abdi yataqarrabu ilayya bin-nawafil hatta uhibbah and when a slave of mine begins to come closer to me using the nawafil. The first thing is the what? The fara'if. Don't begin nawafil before the fara'if. Start with the things which are compulsory. Don't go for the things which are not compulsory before you achieve the compulsory things. Some people spend the whole night praying tahajjud, and then towards Salatul Fajr, they fall asleep and miss fajr. Tahajjud is not compulsory. Fajr is compulsory. If that is the way you are, then don't wake up for tahajjud. If you find yourself waking up for tahajud and sleeping at the time of fajr, then please, please, by all means, don't wake up for tahajud. Stop. Stop tahajud. We need you to pray fajr, not tahajud. Tahajud is for those who can manage to pray fajr and then tahajud. Some people say they're busy the whole night studying, you know, reading Quran and everything, and then one hour to Fajr, they fall asleep. Akhil Karim, we have said, ah, no, leave me alone. I've been studying the whole night. I've been doing something for Allah. Akhil Karim, this is not wajib. That is where the problem is. What is compulsory is this. So the awliya of Allah begin with the wajib, what Allah has made compulsory. Then they follow it with the if he begins to get closer to me with the nawafil, then I begin to love him. Begin to love him because of what? Because of what? Because of the nawafil. Not, not because of his uh, tribe, not the way he was born, not because he can walk, walk on water. Not because of that. Because of what? The nawafil. I begin to love him. And when someone, when Allah loves someone, what does he become? A wali of Allah. A wali of Allah is someone who is loved by Allah. So those claims about people being men of God and people being Allah's beloved people, about the Christians being the children of God and his beloved, those are empty claims. Anyone can claim anything. Anyone can claim anything. They say they are Allah's sons and daughters. They say, claim anything you want. You might as well be his uncles and even his fathers. There's, there's no problem. It's an empty claim, isn't it? We'll continue this hadith, inshallah uh, next week. وَلَا تَقُولَنَّ لِشَيْءٍ فَاعِلٌ ذَلِكَ إِلَّا إِنَّ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ بِحَمْدِهِ سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمَّ وَبِحَمْدِكَ نَشَهَدُ إِلَّا